0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. Joined here by intern Nate. Hello. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. We are broadcasting out of the hero of the working class and best-looking member of DSA, Brandon Hinke Studios. We're back. The newscast is back after a fairly eventful weekend since we last recorded this dang show. Trump has followed through and begun bombing uh, Syrian regime targets. Over 100 Tomahawk missiles were launched late. Was it Friday night? Yes. Yes. Um, In what was apparently a one-off strike like last year, but we'll see. Uh, Nikki Haley said that they're locked and loaded, ready to do it again, should Assad commit more chemical attacks, assuming he was responsible for this one, which we haven't seen sufficient evidence to make conclusions either way, in my opinion. Um, also, James Comey gave an interview about his upcoming book and uh, watched the interview. Not sure there was any news to report from it. Comey says there's a non-zero chance, non Zero percent chance that the Russians do have compromising information that Trump there might be a P tape. Of course, that's not really news. <laughs> but my brain is so broken that I thought shouldn't
1: shouldn't you have said he has compromising information? Yeah, <laughs> there was uh, there was a good piece of news. I got to say, uh, flagged by all people, Matt Iglesias. This was evidently cut out of the interview, but Comey was asked about. Uh, David Petraeus and what he did, former head of the CIA, former commander of troops in Afghanistan and Iraq, who shared uh, state secrets with his lover Paula Broadwell, and Comey basically and lied about
0: the and, and lied about it to the FBI, lied
1: about it to the FBI, and Comey went off. Same
0: thing Michael Flynn did, <laughs> lying to the FBI.
1: In the in this interview, Comey uh, he, he he spared no soft words uh, for the whole affair and said he wanted basically he wanted prosecutors to go harder. But the attorney general just basically just swept yeah, attorney general him. Eric
0: Holder at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the only news from from Comey's interview is that Eric Holder basically kept Petraeus out of jail. Um, but that didn't make the interview. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that out of that. You had to find that out reading the transcript because it wasn't in uh, the interview. Comey doesn't think Trump's insane thinks Trump is uh, above intelligence, of above intelligence, and is monitoring what's going on around him. (laughs) Um, He also, after spending 30 minutes talking about how Trump is a liar, how Trump is morally unfit for office, how Trump obstructed justice, how- And
2: and suggesting that the Russians might have something Yeah, how Trump
0: might be compromised by the Russians. After spending 30 minutes laying out those accusations- Comey said he doesn't think the president should be impeached. He just thinks that uh, people need to rise up and vote their conscience. Uh, don't boo, Vote. Which, I mean, what what is Comey's standard for impeachment here? <laughs> if Trump doesn't fit it? I don't know. That's one of the things about like the whole Russiagate stuff is the gulf between what people who assume the worst about Trump in Russia the gulf between their assumptions and what they think should actually happen to trump because almost none of them really well I, some of the some of the more crazier ones think that hillary clinton should just be installed as president but for the most part nobody's really calling for impeachment here i think uh, at the moment people
1: are a little uh uh tentative to do that because mike pence is next in line They should have listened to my rant about making Keith Ellison president by uh, making him Speaker of the House and taking back the House, which actually looks like it's going to happen now. I think when I first uh, posited that, it was a little more in doubt. But y'all, impeach this motherfucker. Impeach Pence and make the Democratic Speaker of the House after 2018 You get
0: impeached. You get impeached. You get impeached. And we are also talking... They need to impeach Mick Mulvaney as OMB director. If I was a Democratic senator or member of Congress, I'd introduce articles of impeachment right now against Mick Mulvaney, who's going to Congress and constantly lying about what he's doing at the CFPB, since he's me and Sam were talking about this. I mean, since he's an interim, interim director, he might not be impeached from the CFPB, but he's also OMB director, and he can be impeached from that. So, yep, yep. Think about that.
1: I I think the problem with Democrats embracing the uh, Speaker of the House as president plan is that it basically requires them to take a critical look at Nancy Pelosi, who is uh, not exactly widely liked (laughs) throughout the country.
0: Nancy Pelosi will still be the Democratic leader 50 years from now when she's a brain floating in a vat of fluid. Quick update on the worst tweet tournament. It's finals week. It's finals week. David from versus Brienne of Snarth. All week long, voting is open right now. Do we have a... Where do we stand right now? Right now, we have from winning 61 to 39. 61 to 39%. Still very early in the vote since it's open for four more days. But let me just say this. The numbers on the vote so far in just the first few hours have been overwhelming. We average on like between 1,000, 1,500 or so votes in each round leading up to this. How many votes do we have right now? Already just a few hours in, we have
1: 4,313 votes. Wow. That is incredible. That is
0: incredible. It took 46,000 votes to get us to this point, to get to the finals. We'll see how many votes it'll take to determine a winner. Follow at worst damn tweet, To get involved in voting. Again, it's finals week. It ends after this. Thanks to all our new subscribers on Patreon. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Five bucks a month gets you access to bonus content. It also gets you your own haiku read on this show. Which brings us to the poetry portion of the podcast.
1: This is for Michael. Treat Hidden Within The Working Person's Treasure Blessed Toaster
0: Snack Thank you, Michael. This one is for Isaac. Trail mix of all kinds. Fruits, nuts, and chocolate. But no chicken tendies. Thank you, Isaac.
1: This is for Roy. Perhaps a bad take, but here it goes nonetheless. Tap water is fine. Thank you, Roy. I guess in DC, maybe in other places, it's not okay.
0: I don't drink the DC water. Yeah, you're well, no, you're a little weasel, so. This one is for Max. Don't drink the water. It's filled with the brain microbes. They'll eat your eyeballs. Thank you, Max. Not sure how true that
1: advice is. <laughs> This is for Peter. I have a life hack. Your coffee gets cold, so what? Drink it anyway.
0: Thank you, Peter. I, uh,
1: I'm i pretty hungry, so I'm going to have to run to the oven real quick and pop in a frozen pizza. I'll Go be right for it. back. It
0: should be done by the end of the show. Go for it. While Sam does that, it's Monday, April 16th, 2018. Here's the news.
1: Pizza in the oven? Pizza is in the oven. More Pruitt porn. Today, the Government Accountability Office... Please, no. (laughs) ...said that Scott Pruitt... With this administration, anything
0: can happen these days, you know? Let me finish.
1: Scott Pruitt illegally built his private
0: soundproof
1: box... Agency officials must tell appropriations committees when they want to spend more than $5,000 to refurnish their offices, and Pruitt did not. Therefore, the GAO said the construction of the $43,000 jack-off box was illegal. The auditor also noted that the EPA already has two SCIFs, rooms where secure communications can take place. They are, quote, three floors away from the administrator's office and must be reserved to conduct an individual call on that uh last point about reservations it's almost like Pruitt doesn't want to leave a paper trail of the stuff he's doing people he's talking to perhaps it's why he didn't want to use the epa skiffs and probably why he didn't want to tell congress he was building a jack-off box in the first place Pruitt of course is uh already in trouble for <laughs> a wealth of embarrassment he uh was caught by ABC News renting a condo from a lobbyist for $50 a night. Subsequent stories then revealed uh, that he wouldn't take out the trash and was behind on rent. I'm not going to
0: judge him on that.
1: (laughs) Basically, he was the uh, tenant from hell. Pruitt has also uh, been accused of abusing his security detail to go uh, dine at Le Diplomat, which is a uh, douchey French restaurant in Logan Circle, a... uh, insanely gentrified neighborhood. He's also been accused of spending lavishly on first-class travel and accommodations, and he says the spending is justified in part by death threats, which there are zero records Actually,
0: of. Actually, there is a record of a guy threatening to leave paint chips outside of True. Scott Pruitt's <laughs> office. So. We did report that he
1: could get lead poisoning, I guess.
0: Yeah, Sam Knight mentioned the extravagant airline travel. Pruitt spent over $163,000 on that. In public citizen notes, just to put that in perspective, $163,000 spent on extravagant airline travel. At the same time, the EPA canceled, budgeted zero to a program that works to decrease radon exposure. That program cost $158,000, which is cheaper than Scott Pruitt's travel, and yet radon exposure is the leading cause of lung cancer among non-smokers. Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, was in court today claiming that prosecutors shouldn't have access to records seized in an FBI raid last week. Cohen's lawyers claimed it would violate attorney-client privilege. The feds were planning to use what's called a taint team. Taint team. Nate has been saying taint team all day long.
2: Uh, Excuse me, sir, Uh, this is the taint team. Uh, You've been put on the hog watch.
0: Anyways, (laughs) the, the feds were planning to use what's called a taint team to first review the documents that were taken from Cohen's office to ensure that no privilege is tainted. That'd That'd be awful if the privilege was tainted. Mustn't taint the privilege. Amazingly here, though, today, Cohen was asking the judge to allow not the taint team, but his own clients, including Donald Trump, to review the documents instead to make sure privilege wasn't broken. But to make his case... The judge required Cohen's lawyers to disclose who his clients were, including a third undisclosed client who lawyers tried to keep under wraps because he was a high-profile figure. Well, Cohen's lawyers lost their bid to keep that client secret, and thus it was revealed to everyone in court today that Cohen's third client is Sean fucking Hannity. Yes. Sean Hannity, Fox News host, the same Sean Hannity who spent the last week on Fox News railing against the FBI's raid on Michael Cohen without disclosing that Cohen was his own attorney.
2: Wow. It's almost like Sean Hannity isn't
0: a real journalist. Yeah. Yeah. This, this I guess, isn't uh, too surprising, but Sean Hannity, who's been uh, attacking the Mueller probe and everything like that, seems like might it uh, might be necessary to disclose that you share an attorney with Donald Trump, but... Uh, Gabe Sherman at Vanity Fair is reporting that Hannity used Cohen's services to look into liberal groups that were calling for boycotts of his show. <laughs> this is what I call a good-ass twist in the case.
2: It's talking about, like, like Keurig? He was having them look into Keurig? guess that's, that's not a liberal group, <laughs> unless do, you subscribe to the uh, Jack Posobiec pubesack well, understanding of how the world works.
1: Do you think that Michael Cohen and Sean Hannity throw around the football when they discuss legal strategy? Probably, let's throw around the football. Do you think that Sean Hannity and Michael Cohen ever get drunk and go to karaoke and sing Billy Joel? Probably. (laughs) I do. The Senate is expected later this week to vote on another Congressional Review Act repeal. This one would overturn Consumer Financial Protection Bureau guidance on auto lending. The directive told lenders to limit how much dealers in their network could mark up loans thereby limiting the potential for racial discrimination by people who might not even be aware of it. In 2013, for example, the directive was partially used by the CFPB to reach a $98 million settlement with Ally Financial. An investigation found that dealers in Ally's network were systematically charging higher rates of interest to people of color by almost a quarter of a percentage point on average. This is, of course... Controlling for things like credit score and such. Critics of the move are saying the Congressional Review Act cannot be legally used to reverse this guidance since the CRA only applies to recently issued rules and the auto lending order has been in place for over five years. Today, 64 nonprofit civil rights groups and labor unions released a public statement opposing the bill. Among other things, they said, quote, it is difficult to fathom why the Senate would choose to spend valuable floor time to repeal guidance under the CRA when such guidance could be effectively repealed by the agency that issued it in short order. Well, kudos to this public statement and for bringing attention to this legislation, but it's actually really
0: not very difficult to fathom why you are doing favors for Wall Street. Finally, in news that Trump might not actually be the most deranged person in his administration, check out this story about Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke. Zinke has his own flag as Interior Secretary that he makes a staffer raise whenever he's in the building, inside Interior Headquarters, and then lower it when he's not in the building. Well, that's fucking weird. Even weirder, Zinke wanted to get gigantic flags to fly, which would have required building massive new poles in front of the building. The department went as far as getting official estimates, and they learned that it would cost upwards of $200,000 to make Secretary Zinke's vision a reality. Ultimately, the department decided against it. They spent, uh, they got much smaller polls to hoist Zinke's flag. I think the polls that they purchased cost $189 instead of like $50,000. Uh, my
2: question is, uh, does Zinke
0: get to fuck the flag? <laughs> Buddy. They won't even let me fuck the flag. All right, that is the end of the newscast on that note. Let's check out the old listener rant line. Yeah, I,
3: think I say, man, from 10 years in, and we've been like we're cheating on each other with each other. Turkless brown paint area still tones my dick. Okay.
0: <laughs> Is that Austin Powers reading the Kevin Smith tweet? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, let's take another call here.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. it's 10 years in, and we've like liked what she's done each other with each other. A decade plus, <laughs> we clip around 10 years, still poems by dick. <laughs> yeah, dolly.
1: Noticing a trend there.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. Um... Uh, let's take another call here. See what happens. Jacob from
1: Dirt
3: Church again. Oh, phew. First Samuel, Second Samuel. How art thou? up, intern Nathaniel. Just wanted to let you fellows know that I've making. I've been making some progress in my studies, and you see, I read a little further on in the book of Second Samuel, which I'm guessing is night, but I'll let you guys figure that out for us. And I got to a passage that may have changed my mind about the old prophet in Second Samuel twelve nine to eleven. Nathan rebukes King David with the following imprecations Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife. Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of the sun. Prophet Nathan rebuking the crown? Prophet Nathan. Speaking inspired truth to abuses of power? Prophet Nathan? Scourge of tyrants. Checker of monarchs. Cucker of cuckolds. Prophet Nate? Innocent. Intern Nate? Intern, my name's not Nathan, it's Nathaniel. Nate? Intern, I would party with Boehner. Nate? Hella guilty of fraternizing with power abusers and being a, well, actually ass named cop. <laughs> corny-ass twerp.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like how half of our calls are people scolding us for being too mean to Nate, and the other half are people reading the Bible to own Nate. <laughs> gonna no go, no gonna gods,
2: go to, no kings, okay?
1: <laughs> gonna go to church every Sunday just to own internate.
2: <laughs> it's, that's a cell phone, by the way. Right. You're going to church <laughs> to try to own me. Church I, I, boring.
1: I did actually appreciate the uh, literary... Uh, whatever of the bible there so thank you for the call
0: all right one last caller 10 years in and
3: we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other a decade plus and her clit
1: brown taint area still owns my dick yeah are you sure that was the last one of those because i
0: could listen to those all day we got a few more of them but we'll save them for tomorrow <laughs> all right that's the show call the rant line 202-684-6108 and read kevin smith's tweet on air thank you to our sponsors the congressional dish podcast Hosted is by jen briney find it at congressionaldish.com pizza's ready another sponsor levelnews.org subscribe to the podcast on itunes soundcloud stitcher tune in by searching for district sentinel radio give us a review give us a rating tell your friends to listen The newscast returns tomorrow. We're in D.C. so you don't have to be.